It's Monday, February 12th. Today's WBFO brief was recorded at around 8.30 in the morning. This is WBFO News. A Buffalo man faces a charge of second-degree murder in connection with last week's shooting death on Warwick Avenue. Police say 49-year-old LaVon Dixon was taken into custody and charged in the death of 60-year-old Mitchell Reese. Police found Reese's body outside on the 300 block of Warwick Avenue around 6.30 p.m. Wednesday. Police continue to ask for the public's health, help rather, in assisting with their investigation. Chautauqua County Sheriff's deputies are investigating a weekend crash that claimed one life. Department officials say they responded Saturday night just before midnight to a report of a crash on Dye Road in the town of Villanova. Where they found a utility terrain vehicle had exited the roadway and struck a tree. The operator, who was the sole occupant of the vehicle, was declared dead at the scene. The South Dayton Fire Department assisted at the crash scene. And the trend of decreasing gas prices may be coming to an end. According to the AAA of Western and Central New York, the average price in Buffalo for a gallon of unleaded gasoline dropped one cent over the last week to $3.32, while the national average jumped up five cents in the last week to $3.20 per gallon. The New York state average price stayed the same this week and sits at to $3.28 one year ago. The New York state average was three fifty-three a gallon. The national average for a gallon of diesel is $4. Now, that's up $0.07 cents in the last week. The New York state average for diesel is $4.40. Gathering tonight in Clarence Center will recall the 50 lives lost when Continental Flight 3407 crashed on this date 15 years ago. Families of Flight 3407 released a statement announcing the event, thanked elected officials for their efforts in boosting airline safety, and also called on federal officials to enact the pending FAA bill prior to its expiration on March 8th. The release notes how the nation has not experienced a fatal commercial air crash over the last 15 years, thanks to the federal legislation that victims' families lobbied for. Tonight's gathering begins at 5 p.m. at 6038 Long Street and Clarence Center. A group of local health care unions, community organizations, and others are calling on Uh, Governor Kathy Hochul to address the state's health care funding crisis by fully funding Medicaid reimbursements for hospitals and nursing homes. New York State currently pays hospitals 70 percent of the cost of services, leaving hospitals with large funding gaps. C.J. Erlob, senior vice president at Catholic Health, says the current system is unsustainable. It's leading to backups in our hospitals, long waits in our emergency departments, and a long time to be able to see specialists, often resulting in uh, many times the nursing home beds are not available and we're just all completely backed up into our hospitals. Advocates want the state government to use its cash reserves on Medicaid spending. Nearly one-third of Erie County residents use Medicaid. The WBFO Brief podcast is made possible by Canisius University. Join Canisius on Saturday, March 2nd for a Discovery Day event to learn how your high school student can prepare for college now. Register today at canisius.edu slash visit. The Canadian government has come up with a prescription to help ease the symptoms plaguing Ontario's health care system. As correspondent Dan Karpinchuk reports from Toronto, it's a cash injection of more than $3 billion. The multi-billion dollar health care deal was signed by Premier Doug Ford and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The two leaders were on hand to make the announcement. Our government will be investing $3.1 billion to help Ontario increase access to primary care, 
reduce wait times for surgeries and for seeing specialists, hire more health care workers, ensure people have access to the mental health care they need, and improve health care for indigenous peoples. We know there's more work to do, a lot of work to do, actually. That's why today's agreement is so important to strengthening our health care system. The deal comes almost a year after Ottawa and Ontario reached a 10-year agreement in principle to pay for health care in the province with an additional $46 billion in financing. Canada's premiers had been asking for an increase in their annual health transfers from Ottawa. They wanted the money to cover their health care budgets increased from 22% to 35%. For their part, the province has agreed to expand access to family health services, support health care workers, and reduce backlogs, as well as beef up support for mental health and substance abuse programs. Ontario has promised to add hundreds of new family physicians and nurse practitioners, as well as thousands of nurses and personal support workers to help address staffing shortages. The money will also help remove obstacles for internationally trained doctors. The Ontario Medical Association says while the money will help, it's not enough to address significant structural challenges within the health care system, adding that 2.3 million people in Ontario still don't have a family doctor. For WBFO News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk in Toronto. Don't forget to like or subscribe so you can help others find this podcast. And if you love it, leave a review too. The WBFO Brief Podcast and the award-winning journalism of WBFO's news team are made possible by our members. Thank you for listening.